Hanukkah, just picking up on just picking up on uh, your great performance tip that you gave. You gave two brilliant ones. One that I want to really pick up on is this idea of of being ruthless with your calendar. I think that's really important for people to to apply that thinking um, so that you do get done the very things you want to get done as opposed to the things that perhaps could be parked or delegated elsewhere. Um, and the other bit to that as well is how you look after yourself. Um, I was reading a book actually earlier this morning and one of the chapters was put on your oxygen mask first. And I think that's something that also really resonates, doesn't it, with, with, with busy people is you have to look after self first, otherwise you're useless to everyone. Is that something that really resonates with you too? Yes, actually that part really, really does. So when I was talking earlier on about being ruthless with your calendar, that applies to my personal calendar as well. So for example, I know I'm just very, very tired on a Friday, uh, and as a consequence, we, um, my husband and I don't plan to do, to be very active on a Friday night. It's very rare for us to, as much as I enjoy seeing friends, it's very rare that we do that on a Friday night because I actually want to be in bed by I don't know, a very early hour. Um, so, so thinking ahead, um, so, so on my weekends, um, I'm someone, you know, I don't ask my team to do this, but the way, because I always feel like by Friday, I'm a little bit like a candle that sort of gets snuffed out by the end of the day. I just, my energy really goes. Um, I'm a morning person. So my time to sort of get my head around the next week tends to be Sunday morning. So Saturdays, I really keep for as much as I can for me time. And then Sunday morning, I sort of look at emails I might have missed, think about the week ahead, do do my reading. And then it gives me the afternoon and early evening to to connect with family and friends. And and that that works for me. Different things look, different things may work um for different people, but that that is sort of how I try to manage it. One of the biggest challenges, I suspect this plays for men and women, but in particular I feel it really applies to women, is is this juggle. This constant work-life balance juggle, the mum guilt bit, um, all of the things that sort of play into that. And perhaps some of the reasons actually why the, the 30% club exists and, and you know, how that can be improved for women so that mm. they, they feel like they are managing that, that juggle better. Is that something that you've ever suffered with? Is that something that feels, feels um, uh, you know, resonates with you as well? The, the, certainly in the early years, so I've, I felt quite guilty. Now I was very fortunate that my husband decided when so we have three children, uh, decided uh, to um, stay at home when our youngest was born, who's now 17. And he's, he, so he's still the main caregiver uh, and does all our finances and, and does everything that traditionally we might have expected to, the, the wife of, to, to, to do. Um, and that's, of course, given me a lot of opportunity and time to to perform at work. But occasionally I would suffer from the mum guilt, think about I'm not doing enough. Or I think, and, and, and women are probably more guilty, certainly myself, might try and interfere um, with how things are being done at home. So when the children, uh, the, the, the sort of one or two anecdotes I share about just from time to time, which make people laugh. But I remember that, can't 
you know, how the children were dressed, I, you know, it was quite important to me. I would buy them these cute little outfits when they were younger. And, um, <laughs> um, but, but, you know, and then would come home to find that they weren't in their cute little outfits, but they were, <laughs> you know, they were dressed uh, and, and that was good enough. And, you know, I remember one summer we went to Chicago with the family because I had to be there for work for six weeks and uh, everyone uh, came with me. And I had come from a work trip, so I was I came uh, via a different route to my husband, who had bless his cotton socks, arrived with three children, the youngest being eighteen months at the time, and to my surprise, was pretty much an empty suitcase. Um, <laughs> and he said, "Oh, you know what I really like about America? We can I love Old Navy and Gap, and we can just go and <laughs> fill up." And I was like. But I have all these nice outfits at home. And that, that's, but that's when you realize you kind of, you just need to let go because everyone was happy and healthy uh, and, and doing their thing. So you, you can't, so my husband often reminds me, I might be running a large business in the office, but, you know, I have a different role at home. And, and that takes a bit of time, you know, to, to adjust. I was going to say that was going to be my next question. Like, how long did it take you before you did just go, it's fine. It's totally fine. Like, I don't need to get, you know, caught up in in something like you say that's quite superficial and doesn't really matter. Because I think that is one of the things that, you know, I think because in in, in the world in which you work and the world in which many female professionals work, you want to do the job to your absolute best of your ability. And you see the same thing as a, you know, can I repeat that pattern of behavior at home? But like we all know, children cannot be dealt with like that. It's a different, it's a different dynamic, isn't it? And you just have to find that you, you know, that, that difficulty to adapt and adjust. Did it take you a while to, to get to that place or, or was it something that it almost went, I've just got to let this go? Yes, I, it, it takes a while because you sort of have the gills. I was also traveling a lot when they were younger. I was probably gone 100, 120 days of the year. Um, so then you have even more guilt. And, but I did learn to channel it into areas where I felt I could contribute and, uh, or, or where, into areas that, that I think mattered to them and the families to making sure that you're always there for certain performances and explain to the kids, I couldn't be there for every sports day or every Christmas event or every musical performance they had. But I made sure that for each three, for each of them, you could be there for certain events, right? Or parents evenings or talking to them about school or university choices. So I did learn, I think, um, uh, my husband may have a different view uh, that I that I learned to uh, let go of some of the superficial things. And finally, do you think that? Yeah, and the the discussions you have with them now. I mean, I look at my two, and they're seven and two. I mean, I'm I, however much I explain that it's important for mummy to work and I want to set you this example and everything else. They, they, they still would rather that I was doing the school run. So how, how has that changed as they've got older? Do they now, cause they're in the workplace themselves appreciate all of those choices and those decisions that, that were made earlier? Yeah, it's, it's, so, so my sons are 21 and 19 uh, so they're not working yet, but they're sort of doing internships and one of them yeah. is scholarship at his university. And, and as a consequence, we've talked 
Uh, and, and I would imagine that they'll end up also in either a business or civil servant type role, more like in a, you know, in, in sort of environment that I'm familiar with. And we've had in the last three or four years, way more conversations about the choices I have made when I was their age and how things have happened. And of course, that that we had sort of in the, in the previous 17 or 18 years. And that's actually been a lot of fun. They've also asked me, think, you know, questions around choices my siblings have made or my parents have made. So it's and then it's really interesting to observe what they uh, do with it. Um, actually, my middle son paid me a compliment when I he he asked me to. It was the first time he'd actually put like a CV together and, and a letter, and he he actually asked me to to review it, and I did, and I made some changes, and I <laughs> heard him say to my husband, "Oh, Mum's actually quite good at this." <laughs> you know? I said, "Yes, this is actually I read a lot of CVs uh, and and letters. Um, I can help. This is where I can help." He's learning from the best, and I, I yes, yeah. Well, I, 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 I yes. I, I hope I can help. And I, I actually do that for a lot of uh, young people generally as well. I think that's where you, you can sort of help, not, you know, give, give them a couple of tips. And it's important. Yeah, it's experience counts for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Hanneke, thank you so much for your time. I won't keep you any longer. Um, have a lovely weekend and rest lots, hopefully, and get an early night on Friday. <laughs> We'll try. Thanks very much, Georgie. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.